Well, great to be back. This is Chelsea O'Brien, uh, founder and executive director of the Clarkston Family Farm, and I am so happy to have Tom Middleton, Kathy Middleton, here with me today. Yay! <laughs> um, so many wonderful connections with these folks. They're some of the first friends I met when I moved here to Clarkston, and they go back to when we were doing a lot of work at a little elementary school right next to the farm. Um, Tom, let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do in the community, what made you excited about this idea of getting kids outside and teaching them where their food comes from? Um, yeah, the uh, I'm a farmer by background. Um, I've uh, reduced my inv uh, involvement in farming. I got into politics. So mm -hmm. I was a state representative and presently I'm a county commissioner. Mm -hmm. But I've always uh, done some farming. We have a farm up in Ortonville and uh, been involved in uh, uh, farm organizations. Uh, yeah, so, I saw you at the Farm Bureau uh, yeah. a couple years back. Yeah, uh, I was on that board, and then I was on a couple uh, statewide dairy boards. Mm -hmm. And uh, But uh, in those uh, organizations, there was always an education uh, factor part of it. Uh, a lot of people, because a small percentage of the people of population is farmers, uh, there's, it's just surprising that uh, people don't understand what it's all involved in farming. I was born and raised on a farm and then continued farming after I got out of school. And uh, so uh, when, uh, when you came to the uh, Optimus Club with uh, your uh, uh, grade school kids, and talking about farming, and then moved on to uh, the fam uh, Clarkson Family Farm. Uh, we've always been real interested, both Kathy and I. Great. Let's let's talk with Kathy. I'm so glad to see you. Wait, Kathy was um, the Optimus Club president when um, I first got to be more involved with the Clarkston Area Optimist Club. And I said in a couple of earlier podcasts, you know, there's some organizations here in Clarkston that just really um, uh, got excited about our mission to teach kids about where their food comes from. And, and you know, the Optimist Club, of course, you know, your hashtag is doing what's best for kids, right? Sure. Bringing right. out the best in, in kids. So it was, I think, a real natural partnership. But Kathy, um, just before our podcast recording, you were talking about um, your dairy farm and when you guys had kids of your own. Tell us a little bit about who you are and, and um, that kind of background. Right. Um, I did not grow up, grow up on a farm, but I married into it. <laughs> and, uh, that pretty, counts. Pretty much as soon as we were married, we bought a, a, the dairy farm in Ortonville uh -huh. and raised our three children there. Uh, Tom and I were both involved in a lot of organizations, Farm Bureau, um, American Dairy Association, and being my background is in education. Uh, my degree is in education. I didn't teach very long because I start, we started our family. Mm -hmm. But um, well, I you're was, an educator in that capacity right. too, aren't you? Yes, right. absolutely. And small children. Yes, oh yes. <laughs> so... Um, I was on a speaker's bureau for both of those organizations, promoting agriculture, promoting dairy. Um, used to go into schools and do um, career days, went into Detroit mm -hmm. schools and um, some of the local schools. And uh, after the kids were a little older, then I sought other employment. But mm -hmm. 
And that's kind of something that happens in this area. Uh, there's not a lot of farming. But there you used know. to be, of right, course, which right. I always found interesting. You know, I, I remember first thinking about this Clarkston family farm and knowing that I wanted to have this here in Clarkston and mm -hmm. pouring over zoning maps Mm -hmm. And, you know, in thinking, oh, my, this is an agricultural community or historically an agricultural was, community. Yeah. There is nothing zoned agriculture in Independence Township mm -hmm. at all. So you have yeah. these, you know, kind of this background, yes, but, but you're right. It's not as, as much anymore. No. Even when we were farming, um, we were probably the largest dairy farm in Oakland County at that time. Oh, my. And whenever there was some news issue, the free press or the news would call us for an interview, or um, sometimes it was a uh, TV station. And we were the closest one to Detroit, basically. Oh so they would come out and do different types of uh, articles on us. Yeah, our kids would say, we haven't been on that television station yet. Yet. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't keep track, but they did. So. Well, what a marvelous environment to raise a family. And um, you obviously have you know, a, a rich and diverse background mm -hmm. that dovetails nicely into you know, what we're doing. You know, as I'm hearing you talk, I, I'm like already thinking, ooh, you know, next garden club we have. I know who my guest speaker is going to be, Kathy Middleton. I think this would be great to, to share about the different types of farming. I had a, a young boy, he was about eight, and he was part of our Camp Wild program. And he said, I don't really understand how so many different people can call themselves farmers. I don't know what a farm actually mm -hmm. is. What, what's mm -hmm. your definition of a farm? Mm -hmm. Because, okay, there's the Clarkston family farm. Mm -hmm. how, how are you a farm when also I can go to a Cook's Dairy mm -hmm. and they're a farm and they look very different than your farm, Mrs. O'Brien. And then, you know, other folks are growing just soybeans or, or maybe some of these larger cash crops and mm -hmm. they're a farm. So, I thought it was a really good question, it was. especially when, you know, the more I see this next generation, they're so far removed from just the simple things of where their food comes from. And, you know, he's just, he had that perplexed look. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what a farm mm. is. Wow. It's a very simple question, and as it I was is. thinking yeah. about it, I'm like, well, there are so many different types of farmers. Now, you have a... Christmas tree farm. Mm -hmm. You know, there are orchards. Are they farmers? Of course yeah. they are, mm -hmm. you know. So that's, I thought that was interesting. Um, so could you both talk a little bit about, you You kind of alluded to this earlier, Tom, about um, what excited you about what the Clarkston family farm was doing? I'm surprised that even at myself, uh, that uh, the lack of knowledge that other people have about farms. Uh, when we were dairy farming, and we'd have uh, uh, school tours, and we, all, we realized at that time that we were educating the kids some, but the parents, the chaperones, were the ones that were most amazed at all the, that's involved in farming. And uh, so, and then we'd gotten, I'd gotten away from the dairy farm. We uh, sold our cows in 84. So I'd gotten away from it a little bit, but I'm surprised the adults that don't understand about what farming's involved in. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, uh, uh, when I was growing up, it, 
my friends would say, my grandpa farmed, you know, my grand. Well, now we're past a generation of that, that people don't have any contact. Like you say, it keeps this, uh, going down every year, the number of people that had some family contact with farming. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have, uh, in, in Oakland County, a pretty active 4-H program. That's true. We which, work a lot with our 4-H kids, uh, yeah. Which uh, is a, a way to a contact, not the personal contact of family, but of uh, the farm community and the farm attitude. Mm-hmm. Our kids grew up in uh, 4-H, and I was a 4-H member all my life. And uh, uh, we uh, just had an attitude that we can do that uh, in 4-H. And uh, uh, so our kids grew up with that, and uh, I, I think it helped them in their, in their life later. And I'd like to see 4-H uh, more involved in the family farm. Uh, they are somewhat. So. Yeah, well, I'm really glad that you said that. One of my um, goals early on, and I don't know if you uh, know Allie or Tom Purvis, but uh, they're two young members of 4-H. Uh, Tom's now at college. But I actually did a career day a couple years mm-hmm. back when the farm was just getting started, and I was, you know, sharing our story and what our mission was and, you know, just approaching it as, you know, some careers are entrepreneurial. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can run a nonprofit and, you know, this is what I'm doing. So, you know, in that capacity is more instructing as possible career paths. And um, Tom Purvis pulls me aside after he's a senior at the time. He goes, all right, this is our in. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, we don't have a 4-H chapter in Independence Township because there aren't active farms no. really in this mm-hmm. area. He goes, I, let's, let's make this happen. And he's since graduated. His um, younger sister, Allie, has been wonderful in bringing her animals out mm-hmm. and doing some things with our garden club. But that is one of our goals for 2020, and we've been slowly working on what would it take to create in Clarkston, not Nortonville, not mm-hmm. Davis. I mean, we got mm-hmm. some other ones out sure. there that are relatively close, but how about Clarkston? Yeah. Let's see if we can have a 4-H club here. So glad to hear you yeah. excited about that because I, I might pick your brain, you know, Tom and Kathy, yeah. and yeah. see, you know, how we can get that um, started. Do you think that there's a lot of, you know, young people in this area that would appreciate that outlet? And um, I also hear you say something that I completely agree with, and that is those kinds of skills that you Mm -hmm. develop um, as a young farmer, the type of things that we want as parents, as teachers, as leaders in the community, Mm -hmm. which both of you clearly are, you want the next generation to have a sense of work ethic. I don't know anybody who works harder than farmers no. And and I will tell you that sense of um, pride and commitment, um, that perseverance. You know, you have, mm-hmm. we've learned a lot in just <laughs> growing a wide variety of things here. Mm-hmm. Not everything is successful. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with failure? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we talk a lot in the circles mm-hmm. of education. Kathy, you're right. an educator yourself. Uh, grit perseverance, this ability to fail and to try again. Farmers are a wonderful example of that. And 
the idea, and some people I, I think are a little confused by what we are trying to accomplish at the Clarkson Family Farm. How wonderful if we do inspire some of the folks that we work with to be farmers. We need farmers, mm -hmm. good farmers here. Mm -hmm. But we also find that spending time outside, you know, learning about where your food comes from, the type of personality traits that one develops when you're involved in 4-H, when you participate in our programs here. Those are just the kind of people <laughs> that we want, right? Yeah. I, right? I, I, uh, farming, uh, people don't realize how much weather makes a difference to farming. Oh, yes. You had an experience lately about it. But uh, I always used to say that weather never was a deterrent. It just was an inconvenience. So you never canceled anything because of weather. I know Kathy and I went to Lansing one time. Uh, for a group of 30 people that Kathy uh, uh, worked with, and uh, the weather was terrible. And we got to Flint, and I said, wonder how many people won't show up. I think out of 30, only one wasn't able to make it. Uh, but, they were all farmers. Uh, but they yeah, were all they farmers. Were farmers. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about that? And I, I'm looking forward to having some of my Clarkston Farm and Garden Club folks. We, we were able to host the Optimist Club this last year, and we also were able to host the Clarkston Farm and Garden Club a couple of times. And it happened to be one uh, morning that they all came out for their meeting. It was 40 degrees. It was rain. It was wind. And mm -hmm. we had, you know, it set up outside. We were feeling like, I don't know, mm -hmm. it's the end of May. Yeah. It probably right. will be okay. We'll do an outside deal. And there's about 50 or so members of the Clarkston Farm and Garden mm -hmm. Club, various age ranges, but some of those members are in their late 80s, mm -hmm. maybe, mm -hmm. right? I fully expected half of the membership to show. We had 52 people that day. I don't think a single, you know, I mean, maybe one or two. To, I was absolutely, and I thought, this is, these are gardeners. Right. <laughs> this is, these are farmers, gardeners. You, you know, they're made of tougher stuff, mm -hmm. right? Because right. you spend your time understanding that there's no bad weather, just inappropriate clothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what we tell our kids, too. One of the grants we wrote very early on when we first started this farm was for Greenhouse. The Optimist Club helped us with that. And it was so we could educate in all types of weather. And in Michigan, that's that's a difficult thing to do. Get kids outside thinking about um, where their food comes from in all sorts of weather. We also had a classroom set of boots and a classroom set of umbrellas. <laughs> There's no bad weather. There's right. just inappropriate clothing. There are ways to work with these yep. things. Oh, it's so fun to talk with both of you. Kathy, I mm -hmm. want to give you a chance to um, think just a little bit about something you might like to see for our farm in the future. Tom mentioned, well, it'd really be great to um, see more involvement with 4-H, with which I totally mm -hmm. agree. It's part of our strategic plan. Have you been, because um, you've been watching us grow, mm -hmm. you know, and helping us along the way, and not just with pumpkins. And I love that you guys help us with, with the things that you grow. Um, do you have any, you know, advice or um, thoughts or hopes for the Clarkson Family Farm as we move towards scaling up and thinking more deeply about our mission? I don't know about that. Um, you know, as far as, far as any future ideas, I just, 
I think it's important for kids to realize that um, those animals that they have to feed every day, yeah. maybe more than once a day. That's right. Um, and in 20 de below weather. Depend on them. Yeah. They, they're not going to survive if they don't take the responsibility to feed them. Same mm -hmm. thing with the crops. Mm -hmm. You know, unless you care for them, they're not going to just happen. That's you know, right. if they need water, they need water. And it's every day. Um, mm -hmm. I think they learned a bit that they have to, they're responsible, have to be responsible. Yes. Um, and that's something that's going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. Um, I know with, with our kids, I remember our daughter um, was on the rowing team at Michigan State and she would be going from uh, regatta to regatta and going across the countryside and she'd look out and she'd see the cornfields and something and she she says, I had to laugh because she says, you know, you can take the kid away from the farm but you can't take the farm away from the kid. It is part of who you are, yeah. isn't it? I, I, I totally agree, you know, I feel most like myself mm -hmm. when I've got my hands in the dirt. Right. And I think that's, you know, a little bit of why I do what I do is, you know, to be able to share that mm -hmm. sense of um, joy when you help something grow. Right. You know, and, and you're right about um, responsibility. I mean, that mm -hmm. goes back to what are the kinds of human beings that we want to help cultivate? You know, we have this saying at the Clarkson Family Farm, we're growing hearts mm -hmm. and minds and well-being, yeah. and we want to cultivate responsibility, grit, perseverance, yeah. you know, and that sense of joy and pride yeah. in growing something. Well, and that's uh, when uh, kids plant stuff and then see it actually grow. I think that's when you get that uh, bonding with the soil that you have, that, uh, uh, that seed is just just a little seed and then it turns into something green with roots and, and a product above it. Uh, I think then you got them hooked. <laughs> I, you, are, you are spot on. And if you go out to our raised beds, we mm -hmm. have, um, we planted, but we do some things with um, partner crops. You know, we mm -hmm. talk about synergy in nature, just like a team, like we're a team mm -hmm. in some ways, right? People have ways to help each other grow. Well, plants are the same way. So we planted strawberries and garlic and they got to put us, you know, a planting stick and it says strawberries planted by and then their name. Cool. Well, these kids are coming back on a pretty regular basis to see how are my plants doing there. It's their Right. plant, oh, you know, and when they harvest it, they're going to enjoy eating that more than, you know, any <laughs> other food that they would ever just get from the grocery mm -hmm. store. It really is just a little touch of magic, and you're mm -hmm. right, that's how you get them hooked. <laughs> and they, they love it, and it's good. Well, this is a great place, I think, to close. It's such mm -hmm. a pleasure having you um, here. Thank you for sharing your time, um, your expertise, and I hope to have you back on soon. Yeah, we'll finish with the dig it, because that's okay. how we roll. One, two, three, dig it! Next time, where we have an opportunity to talk with some of the students that have helped to both build our farm and have acted as counselors for our Camp Wild and our Garden Club programs. I think you're going to love it. Mm -hmm.